edition that's right we're at the finals these are the finals and therefore i'm with someone who is typically in the finals but isn't it's jake the snake snake what's up not the finals that's the stuff (laughs) far from it that's okay we can't all make the finals all the time oh man it has been it has been rough in finicky but it's been lovely for the holidays. Snake, how have your holidays been? COVID's over for the family. It is back to normal wildness. And uh, yeah, I think uh, all systems go. That's right. Last we spoke with you, you all had COVID. But now you've beaten COVID. COVID, it's official. You didn't ever got it. You Let never it got it. No, I lived in a house full of COVID people and I did not get it. You know what? That's those finicky immunities that you That's get. It. It's by... from it's from playing Lyle in this. I feel like I got some some sort of you know uh, some booster from Lyle. A nasty booster. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I could see that happening. Um, well, I'm glad you survived the holidays. You survived COVID. Um, I too survived the holidays. The kids got half the things they wanted, and you know what? It's pretty good. Pretty good. Kids can't get everything white. Right. Gotta leave something. Gotta leave something to desire. Um, and you got a houseboat. Oh yeah, that's right. And yeah, enough water basically surrounded our house that I think it technically for a few minutes there we were probably a boat. So I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it. Um, so I think what is the best way is well, we'll we're gonna go through the losers bracket. Uh, we should establish that it is it is now the finicky playoffs uh, and or the finicky finals and finicky finals. So most fantasy football leagues, and I'll, I'll get your opinion on this. Finicky football, ever since we expanded to eighteen, well, even before then, people would only go to week sixteen. I mean, typically, we'd be done by now. People would not do week seventeen, but now they use most people's championship week. But finicky, being champions that we are, we go all the way to 18. because, And we also do our two-week matchups. So I love our system the best. What do you think about going going the distance, going the final two weeks? I, I remember talking about this in, in other years. And I think the consensus was the fact that just the nature of the way that our league is built with the kickers and the punters and the head coaches and everything that – why not just take it to the end of the year and make it just as finicky as could be? That's right. And I'm fine with that. I think in a normal league, I don't think I, you know, um, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of it because having, having been in that final game where you don't get to play your best players who got you there is tough, but you know what? Finicky, finicky rules. That's right. Finicky does rule. And, uh, yeah, the way I think about it, it's like, well, one, I hate, I love the two week playoff, the two week finals playoffs. I love everything about it because 
The one week, like, oh man, my one player had a bad week. Now I lose an entire year's worth of work. Like, no, it should be a best of two. I really think that it's I, more of an NBA playoffs is what's deserved. Not so much like an NFL playoffs, which when you think is pretty ridiculous, that's just one and done. But, um, all right, that's fine. We're moving on. This is the finals. Uh, as the week, I mean, this is just, we're just going to look at week 17. But even in 17 and 18, this is the time where you start to play the weirdos. This is when you play the names that maybe you've never heard of. So that's fun. Uh, starting off, we're going to go with... Oh, the worst matchup, which I believe is... Um, fudge. Is it mine? I think it is. Uh, my matchup is the worst because I lost to Zach, which doesn't feel good at all and now i have to play bottom which is embarrassing but maybe i'll actually win this time i don't know uh i guess this is my matchup so i gotta hand it to you i mean it's i'm so embarrassed and then they fired Derek carr i really i was gonna say i was gonna start with that with your matchup you don't get the luxury of playing Derek carr so Derek Carr, feel, let's, look at some, let's look at some season reflection. Derek Carr ended up, oh, somewhere in like the top, let's take a look. Derek Carr ended up, I think, as far as quarterbacks is concerned, not too bad. He is position rank 15. So he was 15, not great. And uh, Kirk Cousin was 7. That's kind of ballpark what I was drafting for. I mean, seven, if it wasn't for last week, Kirk Cousins would be at seven. But, like, Kirk Cousins being top seven, top ten, top ten, and uh, Derek Carr being top 15, I still don't regret the decision. They weren't, they aren't the reason that I lost all my games. They just, they really did take their fucking turn scoring points. Sure. Yeah, so, I mean, I just think I, I saw that news come in, and then I, I then I went to the, the app, and then I saw that you had already dropped them. And Fuck I'm like, that oh, guy. Shit. Yeah, I'm done with him. And it's like, the they really, they really, like, Kirk would go full 32 points. Derek would go negative one. You know, I was about to make fun of Bottom for still playing Jalen Hurts, but yet Jalen Hurts last week did better than Derek Carr. Like, that is... <laughs> I'm fucking shameful. So, yeah. Um, when we're going quarterback matchup, you've got bottom with Jalen Hurts and Jared Goff. If Hurts plays, he's obviously dangerous, but right now he's projected for zero, so that's not good for him. And then Jared Goff versus Chicago. Jared Goff is the ninth best fucking quarterback in Finicky. Who the fuck saw that happening? It's what? a real hit for the draft the quarterback early crowd. It's a real hit for like, yeah, man, I just want to get Mahomes and Allen. Well, they're great, but Jared Goff is the ninth best quarterback. Uh, I don't know. I am still kind of pro like top quarterback, but it's just really weird to see Goff with that number next to him. The thing that bottom has the number one overall quarterback and a top 10 quarterback with Jalen Hurts and Jared Goff still woof. Um, but it's fine. I'm going to combat that with, uh, Oh, you know, Kirk Cousins versus Green Bay, which could be good. And then a familiar name right now. My game plan is to play the White Lotus against the <laughs> Seattle Seahawks. Oh, that 
that's the more dramatic part of the song. But yeah, you get it, the White Lotus. Um, yeah, yeah, the, that part, that's the part I wanted. That's the part I wanted, the more techno part. So, here's my thing, and we don't have to answer it, we should answer by the end of the episode. Do I play Mike White and, and hope for defeating Bottom and keeping my last piece of shame? Or do I do I get rid of Mike White and hope that the Seahawks win? I don't even know if I want the Seahawks to win. I want that juicy draft pick. I want at this point well, our chances of the playoffs are very small. Yes. You know, I'm a little I don't know what I want either. I feel like this is the the just a classic, like, yeah, just give me the draft pick at this stage. But where we still have a chance to potentially go to the playoffs, it's, like, hard to say, just fucking lose this game. Right. Do you remember when the Especially Eagles that just lost like, their last two games and, like, kept, like, an, they had, like, the 10th overall pick or something? We're at the 12th overall pick right now. If we win two games, we might drop all the way down to 19 or 20. Yeah, and we'll and we're guaranteed to basically be a top five pick with that Denver one. And let's you know. that one's out of our control. We already know what we're hoping for there, but it's like, do we win these last games and hope that we make the playoffs? Or do we just let the cool, warm waters of Mike White wash over us and and just die? Just let it happen. Just let Mike White take us to the ethereal next level and let's reinvent ourselves with draft picks. I just, I don't know, I'm torn. And we don't have to answer this now, but we'll answer it by the end of the pod. That's my, that's my tease. We'll have to do that. After that, I'm looking at my team. I love my fucking team. Nick Chubb, fucking Debo, Amon Ra, DeAndre Hopkins, Roquan Smith. I loved all those guys. I drafted them all over again. Maybe not Debo. Fuck that guy. He's kind of fucked me lately. Uh, Corderell Patterson was kind of cool. You had him for a while. Travis Etienne was a trade. Isaiah Pacheco. Still don't know what the fuck he is. Um, And Tressway. Good job, Tressway. And I'm going against the likes of, oh, I don't know. Jarek McKinnon. Hate that guy. Bam Knight. Hate that guy. J.K. Dobbins. Hate that guy. Jerry Judy. Hate that guy. Curtis Samuel. Hate that guy. And I might still lose. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm letting the rage go. We'll see how week 17 goes. Last time I played bottom, he beat me 182 to 146. So I'm just shame spiraling right now. Uh, What? Does he have another quarterback on his team? I can't see on there. Oh, uh, um, to to be able to replace his Jalen Hurts, who well, here's the thing. Let's take a look at the just the waiver wire as it is right now. Let's say he decides to, um, Colt McCoy, Teddy Bridgewater's right there. I could easily just let go of the White Lotus and decide that the Seahawks are going to win and take Teddy Bridgewater, but. He's the White Lotus. And I just don't know if I can let go of the White Lotus, even though his ribs are broken. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm indecisive. And we'll decide by the end. But, yeah, look at these names. Desmond Ritter, Jarrett Stidham, Davis Mills, and two Houston quarterbacks. 
are being given points right now. Jeff Driscoll and Davis Mills. Malik Willis, Carson Wentz, Tyler. This is a, a meager ending for the quarterback. I mean, everybody is kicking the tires. Everybody. What's wild is, is that in our league, there's usually only like two or three quarterbacks to pick up. In here, there's like a full another one, league worth of quarterbacks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Drink. That's how many fucking <laughs> quarterbacks are I'm in this fucking waiver wire. And you know what? You could play Jeff Driscoll, and maybe he'd get you more points than Davis Mills. I don't know. I wouldn't touch any of them except for Teddy. I did play Teddy. Like, did I try? Play? I tried playing Teddy once. Yeah, I concussed. Um, which is on brand for Miami. All right, we're moving on from my matchup. There's no good answers there. Um, you're gonna like this next one because it is yours. Snake versus Stephanie, and holy moly, a lot to look at. Um, I can't believe Stephanie has been sticking out with Russell. It makes me think she's maybe not paying attention. Thing is, even by not paying attention, she kicked the living pants off of uh, Andrew Bottom. Oh, I forgot to mention. So Bottom has 298. I have 294. Uh, you have 273. You're actually trailing both Bottom and I, which is sad. And uh, Stephanie has 318 plus that 275 bonus. So, uh, good for Stephanie. So she's currently sitting at uh, about 345. 343, something like that. Um, I've just got one thing I want to talk about in this matchup, outside of Stephanie somehow kicking everyone's dicks in. Uh, Hassan Haskins? Are we playing Hassan Haskins over King Henry? Tell me more. Well, I have to. I feel like the I got the notification this morning that Henry's doubtful. And then I started doing a little bit of research and finding out that there is no benefit of, of Tennessee winning or losing the game this week because their entire playoff hopes are all dependent on the following week. That's they true. They literally lose this next game and win the next one and still go to the playoffs. Well, week and 18, so, like, Jags so versus Tennessee is the division championship, essentially, for them, or the conference, whatever. So, yeah, that's for, the, that's for the conference. That's for the playoffs. Everything else doesn't mean anything. Yeah, so I just look at it as in what, what reason would they have to put him out there? And, I mean – the worst case scenario, or best case, I guess, depending on how you look at it, they lose this game this week. So if they then end up losing the last game of the season, they get a better draft pick, or they lose this game and win next game, and they still go to the playoffs, and they still have a better draft pick. Like, yeah. there's just kind of, I don't, I just was like, you know what? I don't love it, but the rest <laughs> of my fucking team sucks ass, so I might as well just join the club. Well, it's true. Accepting death is smart, especially going against the likes of um, all of the Kansas City wide receiving core and Zay Jones. That's terrifying. And honestly, that's what that and George Kittle has kept Stephanie in the in the winners column. Um, love your John John Dotson picks up pick up. Uh, he's pretty great. DJ Chark, Darius Slayton, so hot right now. 
Dallas Goddard, glad you held on to him. Dalton Schultz doing great. Playing Schultz and Lamb is just that bet on that Dallas offense, which is working. Um, I love Justin Fields against Detroit. Honestly, I think that that is that's a matchup that could he could be the number one quarterback of the week. Um, Geno Smith against uh, Jets and uh, the White Lotus. Uh, anytime we can play that. Anytime we can play that. Uh, do we think? How are we feeling? We could just touch on. The, let's not touch on the reasons why we should win. Let's talk about the possibility of winning. Geno Smith has not been trending in the right direction since October, but you could kind of argue it's not really his fault. But we saw what the offense looked without Lockett. Are you feeling good about Geno Smith versus the New York Jets' saucy defense? Yes. Yes, I am. Because why not? <laughs> Deep, Just, uh, lovely analysis. That's, that's mean, the kind of... <laughs> I just feel like I have no other choice. You saw the list of friggin' asshats off the friggin' waiver. Geno Smith's hell of a lot better than those guys. Geno's done it all year. He's done a really good job. I'm rolling with him to the grave. Straight to the grave. (laughs) Uh, I will say, it's an impressive... We've talked about how the top four positions are always valued high. Quarterback, quarterback, running back, running back, wide receivers, all that. But how the bottom four really in finicky matter the most. Bottom five, really. Uh, Rashawn Evans is the eighth best linebacker. Cowboys defense is number two. Tyler Bass, number two. A.J. Cole, number five. Bills coach, number two. You had the right pieces for a championship run. I will say it's a shame it turned out this way. Well, uh, and, and a lot of the, the problem is, is like I, I think I mentioned on the last one, like that Rashad Evans, like that's a that's a recent pickup. Like I've had yeah. just the worst luck at that. Oh, linebacker. I know that because I think I tried to get him a while ago, and then uh, JP got him a while ago. Yeah, and so I, I got the sloppy like fifths on him or whatever it would be, and I mean Tyler Bass, he's on a high scoring offense, but they just, I mean. Mr. Base. Well, it's tough. Yeah, I guess he does have to kick in Buffalo, which really hurts his value. Yeah, like last week, dude. Like, that killed me, man. Like, you know, that weather, I didn't even really consider the fact that, like, they're playing in the worst weather ever. Just the wind and the snow. Yeah. And so, like, what happened with me with Gano? I would get yeah, burned when Gano would get eight points because there's a windstorm. Yeah, and so, like, that's shame on me for not really realizing that, especially since I have – I had – so many guys on my bench that I could easily drop for a second kicker to replace him for that week only. And yeah, it was just one of those, eh, in hindsight, whatever. Whatever. Well, you are undefeated against Stephanie this season. Uh, you obliterated her both times. So, uh, best of luck. Moving on to, uh, this one has some, some stakes attached to it. We've got Lyle versus Zach. Um, Zach rejected for a significant lead, 165 to 148. Uh, right now, as far as the overall schedule or points are, um, Zach is also leading. So Zach, Lyle had 288 last week, plus his win would take him just north of around 313. And uh, Zach had 343 last week. He gets the extra 25. 
He's up to 268 or 368. So Zach is by far in the lead. Um, we need Zach to start sucking absolute ass um, a lot. Look at happen this week. Just it looking might. at. I mean, look at these matchups. You got Aaron Rodgers questionable against Minnesota. We'll see how that goes. Tom Brady going against Carolina. Their defense is actually, I don't know, okay. I just love that right now. I love it and I hate it. That Tom Brady is projected for the same amount of points as Brock Purdy, just like we all drew it up. Uh, Brock Purdy, I'm waiting for the game. I'm waiting for the game where he throws three picks. It hasn't happened yet, and I don't know if it'll happen against Las Vegas. But fuck, this can't keep going. This cannot keep going. Brock Purdy's well, points are twelve, like twenty-one, eighteen, thirteen. Make it stop. I feel like this is exactly what happened with Jimmy Garoppolo when he first stepped in. Didn't he like end up winning like the final? Like, yeah, they they game. simplify the playbook for him. They make it easy. He th- I think his average yard target yards like downfield per target is something like six. He's just throwing the yards six yards, throwing the ball six yards, and then they're just breaking tackles. It's yards yards after the catch every time. And bringing Kittle back to life. God, that's right. Um, so that's what Brock's doing. Uh, I don't know what Brady's doing. The whole fucking thing's falling apart over there. Um, Josh Jacobs, number one running back, also like we all planned. And um, Zach used Taysom Hill against me, which was mean. You know, I think it's it was mean. I don't appreciate it. It's it's not nice. It's not a nice thing to do to me. Me being such a good friend all the time. And here I'm just shoving Taysom Hill right in my face at my time of weakness. That was mean, Zach. It's a mean thing you did. And then Lyle also has Cam Akers, which is... Are they going to keep putting Taysom Hill as a tight end in the following years? I feel like this is ridiculous now. You know the hardest thing about having Taysom Hill is that he's not reflected in all any of the rankings. Like... ESPN rankings, uh, the Yahoo rankings, like no one's really like, no one can fairly project. No one is as boom or as bust as Taysom Hill. No one, no like analyst is going to put him in their top five, even though he will score 30 points twice a season. <laughs> like no, no one's going to touch him. And I will say on his two best weeks, I didn't play him. One, because I dropped him and two, because he was playing the Seahawks. And I didn't want to see that happen to them. So I didn't play them. Which I also think that, I mean, Seahawks aren't good against the tight end, but I always hear like statistics of like Seahawks are the worst team against tight ends. And then you but realize. It doesn't matter. He's not it, catching the football. He yeah, ran it every time. Yeah, it's like 30 points of that was We're, to a tight end that's not a tight end. Like, yeah. How he, the thing like, is, is you need to look at the defenses and how they're bad they are against running backs. Because that's what he is. He's a fucking running back. In which the Seahawks are terrible against running backs. It's uh, especially if they can <laughs> pretend to be a quarterback, apparently. Well, I feel like it's so unfair. Uh, well, uh, Zach's playing Cameron Dicker. You got to hope that that all falls apart. But I don't know. I'm going to hope for Lyle. Lyle's got a nice core. He's playing the Jets against Seattle. The Jets D might do well. Um, obviously it could be a high scoring game because Gino, as we're both hoping will do pretty well. And then obviously the white Lotus. 
And um, I mean, Jason Myers is the third best kicker in fucking finicky. Who saw that coming? He wasn't only he was even drafted. Uh, and then obviously the Houston punters number one. I guess we all saw that fucking coming. Um, I don't know. Best of luck. I think that with uh, with the way it's shaping out, this will be a good matchup. And uh, but with the Zach favoritism, I don't know if it's if Lyle's got enough firepower to overtake what are the fucking sixty points he needs to do. So Zach, I hope all your players just break their legs in the first quarter and you don't get any of our money. That's all I got. Um. I guess we might as well move on to... Oh, wait, no. We can't move on to the game that matters because we have to move on to this weird purgatory bowl uh, with Bliss and Derge that has absolutely no implications for anything. The uh, Bliss... I mean, it is sad what happened to Ben Bliss. And, I mean, and Ben. Ben was number one overall, and... Ben Bliss was very had a very promising career ahead of him. Um, I call this the purgatory brought to, the purgatory bowl, bowl brought to you by Southwest Airlines because Southwest <laughs> Airlines doesn't get you to go anywhere. Um, man, as, as for someone who talked about curses so much, Ben Bliss had everything going for him, and then he just shit his absolute pants last week uh, and lost to JP. Because, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow had very pedestrian numbers. Alvin Kamara had one good week. Rondy Stevenson had one real bad week. Uh, and like we predicted, Robert Woods and Michael Gallup were absolute shit on a stick. Don't know why he played them at all. Al Lazard did okay. A.J. Brown did his thing. Hawkinson did his best to save Ben Bliss. But it was not enough. And here he is in the Purgatory Bowl against Ben Derriger, who has Josh Allen. So, I don't know. Does that mean... What, what do you think? Josh Allen means that... I mean, somehow the points rankings is that both Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are the number two quarterback. Are their numbers identical in Finicky? That's wild. They both averaged 23.5 points per game. Holy shit. So they cancel each other out. Let's not even look at those two. So now we're comparing Daniel Jones to Joe Burrow, which you laugh. I know you're laughing. But rankings-wise, that's the fourth-best quarterback to the ninth-best quarterback. I mean, it's not so bad. Uh, And Daniel Jones is playing Indianapolis, who is now starting Nick Foles. While Joe Burrow's playing Buffalo. And Buffalo's good. So, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't see a clear advantage for Ben Bliss here. In fact, I think that Tony Pollard versus Tennessee, if he plays, is juicy. I don't know if I'd play Ruhi Mostert, but I would know I'd play Tyree Kill. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? What, what, you dive deep into this analysis. There's a lot of canceling out, I think, in this matchup, which is pretty... Pretty unique, um, but I I don't know. Well, look at that. You got Bill's defense, and you've got Joe Burrow, which means every time Joe Burrow throws a touchdown, Juicy. that's and then it. You have, that's this entire first week, yeah. isn't it? Right there. You got, yeah, and you have. Also, you got New England. So you got Nick Folk. 
and Ramondre Stevenson versus Miami. And you know those end of season Miami versus fucking New England games are fucking ridiculous. Vudge. There's a lot to think about. A lot to look at. Cowboys coach versus Tennessee. We know that's going to shake out. Chargers coach versus Rams. Love that. The Battle of L.A. Um, There's a lot to like in this matchup. A lot to like. Uh, yeah, I, I think I side on the on the Derge side on this one. Just, but it's uh, it could it it could go either way. Oh, I'm just sorry, like, Ben Bliss. I just man, oh man, I want so badly for you to not be cursed, but yet you play such shit. Uh, I don't know why you're holding on to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Let him go. Let that bird fly free. Let it be free. Isn't Jacoby Myers good? Why is he benching Jacoby Myers? Didn't Jacoby Myers have 14 points last week? Like, come on. Greg Dorch. Greg Dorch was great last week. 13 points. Let him him Dorch. Let him get in there. I don't know. He could be dropped. Yeah. Let him die. I just, you know what? Ben Bliss is too focused on his family. That's the problem here. Too focused on his family and his travels. You cannot blame a man for being a family man. I am. I'm doing that right now. Ben Bliss. Too too much family. Ben Derger. Oh, Battle of the Bens. Fuck me. How did I not fucking figure that out? Why did I call it the Purgatory Bowl? Clearly the Battle of the Bens Bowl. God. Bad job. Bad marketing. I mean, it is kind of the Purgatory Bowl brought to you by Southwest Airlines. I'm going to keep it that way, but it's also the Battle of the Bends. Uh, I just think Ben Derger, he lives, in, he lives in the city of sin. He's tied in with all that sports gambling. He knows what's going on, whereas Ben Bliss is just covered in diaper shit. He doesn't know what's going on. That's okay. You know what? Not everyone can be a winner. And some people have to be cursed. And sadly, that is you, Ben Bliss. You are the cursed one. So... To the matchup that matters most, or is the only one that kind of matters at all, it is JP versus Antes. Oh man, this is a good one. Uh, eight and six versus nine and five. I will say, um, not fun how much JP scored his first week of last week, but we also know that so yeah, JP rolled up a shit ton of points last week um but sometimes that shit dials down in the last two weeks you know the you got to look into those backup stars so kenneth walker may not play trevor lawrence isn't a football game that doesn't matter um stefan diggs is falling apart at the end of the season uh dj moore is i don't know a little bit of turmoil there chris godwin as well travis kelsey reliable as ever um honestly one of one of JP's best players right now is Brett Maher. I don't know how to say his name. Brett Maher. Is it is it Mayer? It might be. Terribly. Yeah. Um. He has been scoring like twenty to thirty points. Let's look. Last couple weeks, Brett Maher has been scoring thirty four points. Week sixteen, thirty points. Week fifteen, twenty six points. Week fourteen, twenty two points. Week 13, 
We're going to skip week 12 and look at week 11 where he had 52 points. You could yeah, – this is, this is his best player. It's the number one kicker in Finicky, and it's kind of his secret weapon. Um, so with that, if Dallas does not just kick the living shit out of Tennessee, which they probably will, um, I don't know. Maybe Brett, then maybe the secret weapon goes down, but also maybe it doesn't. Uh, also, Eagles coach, number one coach in Finicky. Um, ever, I mean, they are getting, the Eagles are trending the wrong way at the wrong time. Now, obviously, they could still beat New Orleans, but how Eagles would it be for them to lose out the rest of the season and not get all the benefits that they would have if they would just won one game? Uh, I don't know. What do you see? What do you, I, I've apparently all of a sudden just walked through all of JP's lineup. So in order to share, walk through Chris's. What's the sexy part? What's going to keep Chris alive in this matchup? Uh, Austin Eckler is going to keep him alive. That Ooh. guy. Um, I hope it's DK Metcalf. I really do. Um, um, for obvious reasons but well the thing about dk metcalf is that unless he starts playing defense he can't catch passes from the white lotus but yeah yeah that's a good point i mean really and look at chris's team very much like how uh, jp with brett meyer mayor as the secret weapon for sadie ulakung uh for chris is like his secret weapon that guy i mean the amount of points that guy gets on 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 a weekly basis is shocking that's right so 15 points last week 32 week 15 27 week 14 29 week 13 48 points on week 12. That's insane. So you have these secret weapon guys. The, the, the thing that Chris doesn't have going on for him is this recent change um, with, with Derek Carr. And you have Devontae Adams in there who, you know, he was sitting at the number one uh, wide receiver all year. He had Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams, number one and number two all year. And just because of these recent weeks – Adams has gone down and it's not looking very good um, with having Jerick Stidham throwing to him. So I'm a little afraid for him there, but Justin Jefferson can't go wrong. You might say the same about Terry McLaurin. I mean, I kind of look at the numbers and they kind of average out, but I just honestly thought Terry McLaurin was more involved when um, they brought yeah. in uh, Heineke. I thought Heineke just really targeted more. Whereas I mean, for you, it's good news, but I thought that the favorite target for Carson Wentz was Dotson. I thought that yeah. he hit up Dotson way more. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. those are great wide receivers, man. McLaurin, Adams, Jefferson, Metcalf, Ayuk, like that's a solid core. All those guys are capable. Yeah, it could really go. I mean, it's so hard, you know, this time of the year to really predict some of these players and it truly is a toss-up because I feel like all you need – I mean, Gardner Minshew could have an incredible game against New Orleans, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that just turns the tide. And Trevor oh. Lawrence play a little bit and then, you know, get up high, you know, on on Houston, and then they bench him because that game doesn't matter to them anyway. I've got sneaky analysis, sneaky, sneaky analysis, because I don't know if everyone watched the uh, Russell Wilson meltdown, but – in that 
in that exhibition right there against wait Cameron Dicker was the kicker right Cameron Dicker was the kicker why, why are those numbers right there right Cameron Dicker is the kicker for the Chargers oh who the fuck is the kicker for uh was it Greg the leg who's the kicker for the Rams does no the one have Rams? the kicker for the Rams uh Let's look at this up. Let's up these kickers. So the kicker, oh, it's Matt Gay. So, wow, Matt Gay is a free agent? He's incredible. So, Matt Gay, for, wow, I had thought someone had him. Matt Gay playing Denver got 49 fucking points on the wire last week. Nobody had him? You fucking kidding me? All right, fine. 49 points. Meanwhile, I played Tyler Bass, who got me fucking two. Piece of shit. So 49 points, that's six extra points and two 50-yard field goals versus Denver, obviously in a dome. But uh, I just want to point out that in the matchup that we were just discussing, um, the beautiful Christopher Antez has Harrison Butker at Denver for this matchup. I mean, he's, he's only ranked as the 25th best kicker, but like we discussed earlier, it's because he missed a shit ton of games. He's been on fire since then. This Denver matchup could be a decider. Harrison Butker's got a leg, and he's going to go in that thin, that sweet, sweet, thin air. Uh, man, I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see if Harrison Butker can maybe give Chris Ferrantes the first, the leg up as you would say. And also Michael Dixon is back because our offense is down. And yeah. I mean, as much as the New Jersey den the defense will be weighing down the Seahawks. If the Seahawks do lose, it won't be because of Michael Dixon punting too much. It'll be because of the white Lotus. <laughs> Final thoughts of the episode. Um, this is what I've got. I did think that we were going to have more people here, but it seems like Lyle is going to be a no-show as well as Dergy's on a date. So we'll let him go. Um, my question is, as far as the Hawks, we, taught, we, hit, we touched this at the top. Should the Hawks win out for a chance at the playoffs? No guarantee. Just a chance. Or should we lose out for the best possible draft pick, which right now is sitting at 12 on top of obviously the amazing Broncos pick we have. But I mean, uh, a top 15 pick and a top three pick is insane. Do we give that up for just a chance at the playoffs? I mean, here's the thing. And having thought about this a little bit since the beginning of the show, I, I don't see how you, you don't throw it. You got to try to win. You got to go for it. Truth is, is that Seattle could try to go for it and still lose the next two games, and then we're not really even. It doesn't change the fact that we could say, you know what? Maybe they'll go for it, and they'll lose those two games, and then they'll just say, well, we knew we wanted to just, you know. <laughs> they won't say that because uh, that's going to be a harsh penalty from the league. Well, yeah, you can't like openly, but like I was watching a little bit of the, um, 
the Cardinals like season long hard knocks thing. And the first episode is where they play the Seahawks. And like we punished them. We were running the ball in their face. We were pulling interceptions. We were doing all of this great shit. And it's like, I just don't see us doing that anymore. You know, like that. I do think we've hit the rookie wall with our offensive line, and that's fine. It's expected. And and with Kenneth Walker. I think Kenneth Walker is just beat up. He's never played this much football at this level. I mean, the original idea was that he would be supplanted. You know, we'd have a little bit more reinforcement with Rashad Penny. And... I don't know, man. I don't think we've got the horsepower. I don't think we've got the – I mean, we're a young, young team. I don't think that we're due for a Super Bowl run. So as much as I love the idea of getting out there, I also love the idea of getting an early draft pick. So yeah, uh, uh, I'm back and forth. I, I want – I want – I mean – okay, so what, what's your pick? you got to pick and then I'll pick. I mean, like I, I kind of said, that, I mean, there's no guarantee that we're going to win these games, even if we try, sadly. Mm. Like, that's just where we're at. I say. But if we go. beat the Jets, are you happy or are you sad? Yeah. <laughs> I, guess that's the, I guess that's the wonder of this, the, the rest of this season, right? Like, I mean, right. it's kind of like, you know, they're going to split these games and it's just going to be a, it's just going to be. You know, we're not going to get a great draft pick and we're going to, and we're not going to go to the playoffs. The minute you watch someone draft five picks before us because they lost one more game than us, you'll be like, did we really need to beat the White Lotus? I don't know if that was important enough or not. I'd be so mad about that. Really, new level. You really have taken this White Lotus thing to. I love the Mike White Lotus and I hope he gets a full-time job so I can play it in every you pod. you have that song on your phone and just like run to it? I should probably I just loop it and just also have it as my ringtone and brush my I, teeth with it. I just imagine you on a treadmill just going faster and faster as that just Just looping just, like crazy. Boosh um, just ruling, just, just barking at you. So, you know, cause you're <laughs> like crazy fast. <laughs> so I have, I have come up with a theory as to how this becomes my favorite season of Seahawks football ever. And it's kind of even almost including the Super Bowl. Okay. It's not the Super Bowl was the best, but close. I mean, the B think about it. We had a pretty shit season experience. When you think about the beast mode run, because yeah, we had the beast mode run, but before that, we lost more games than we had won. And that didn't feel great, but we were so young and drunk. We just kind of, that's what we had grown up with. So my thought is as much as I think that 49% of me would like to just lose out for a chance at a better draft pick, my dream scenario for this season, which is what puts me at the 51%, is that we do win these last two games. And somehow we squeak into the playoffs with the Niners at a two seed and us at a seven seed. And we beat them because I was at the first game with Emily and we didn't have our mojo yet. It was very clear. Um, And well, kind of neither did they because we broke their quarterback. And then the second time we played them, um, we were kind of on the decline, but also, there were a couple big swing plays. There was like a Travis Homer fumble, and there were a couple things that really swung the game the other way for them. And, and 
you know, their defense. Great. Awesome. Thing is, now they've got Brock Purdy. And this dude, to me, is due for that massive collapse. And I would love, you know, that three interception game that every quarterback in the NFL always has. I would love to be the team that does that. I would love to be the team that they're already looking at their their division championship game where they get um, where they get uh, what's his face back. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo's coming back. All we got to do is romp through these Seahawks who suck, and then we go to the division, we get Jimmy back, and we're going to the Super Bowl, and we end that for them. I think oh, that would be, be maybe the sweetest victory in a long time. Yeah, even if we don't stand a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Just beating them. Eight. That's our Super Bowl. You know, like yeah. how week one was the whole season? That would be the, the end piece. It would be the beginning and the end. Uh, be nice. Yeah, it'd be great. But uh, also, you know, if we did make it in the playoffs, and we did beat the Niners, you could also make a, you could also just like make a, a call that right now, um, you know, making it into the playoffs as a low seed is usually a bad thing. Except you could argue that the Niners as a two seed would be like, oh, so I get to play your third string quarterback. Cool, I've got a chance, and then. The Eagles are so banged up in the last two weeks. They lost their starting corners. Lane Johnson has a torn abdomen. Hertz isn't healthy. I don't want to go against Gardner. I want an injured Hertz. Do not put put my Seahawks against uh, Gardner Minshew. I can't handle that. That's too much. I'd be like, but yeah, I think that'd be good. I think that'd be a good game. I'd take it. Yeah, let's get there. Let's do it. All let's right. win games. Let's go. Let's let's get there. And uh, I like your plan. All right, cool. I've got a nice plan. Okay, so with that, uh, I'm gonna let you close it out on thoughts on New Year's and the holidays for surviving for parents. What have you learned this holidays? What's the best way to survive? Uh, the best way to survive at the care school. I've never experienced a uh, two weeks off with a six-year-old, but my God, I know why now. It has been very hard to keep them occupied. And I know I'm speaking about only about half of the people in this league right now. Half of you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The other half, there's a enjoy your day. You have. Christmas break's coming up sometime in your life. <laughs> yep, I guess that's not, I don't know what else Well, that is an amazingly optimistic take. Thank you so much, Snake, for joining. Uh, bummer that uh, we could not get the rest, but I will say I do think that post-New Year's, we're doing a big bash. Snake, you're invited. Uh, Bliss. Lyle, everyone's getting the invite. I think it's going to be a big one. This has been the Finicky Fantasy Football Podcast for Finicky. Fuck, I fucked up like three weeks in a row. God damn it. Anyway, good Finicky and good night. <laughs>